0: Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me, many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Hello and welcome back to Unfiltered. Today we are diving deep into the world of human design together with leadership coach and human design guide Erin Claire Jones from New York. We met about a year and a half ago in Italy, Tuscany on a retreat and she was intriguing to me on how she was talking about human design and how it really can be supportive into your day-to-day life. So let's dive straight away into this conversation. I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did when I was recording it. Erin, welcome and thank you so much for accepting my invite. Um, I'm very, very grateful for that.
1: Of course, I'm so happy to be here and it's so good to reconnect after our magical time in Italy. What was it? Three, three years ago? No, 27. Mm, no, not 2019? Not even... Two yeah, years ago.
0: Yeah, almost two years ago. A year and ago. a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: Definitely. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah,
0: It was uh, definitely a magical week. And that was also the reason why I wanted to um, invite you on here to talk a little bit about human design and how this can just support people in their lives. Um, First of all, I wanted to ask you a little bit, can you explain a little bit about yourself? Who is Erin? I know you live in New York for so far, um, Mm -hmm. and you have been working with human design a couple of years. um, Six. Six years right now. Can you tell me a little bit about
1: Yeah. So I live in New York. I grew up in Seattle and I've um, been in New York for 10 years now. And I was just mentioning to you before we started recording that I'm about to move from the city to the woods. So I'm so looking forward to it. I know. So, but I was introduced in um, human design very serendipitously in 2015 and Mm -hmm. I have been working with teaching and sharing it ever since. A few different iterations of it. The first couple of years were a little bit more rocky because it just didn't feel like the world was really ready for it. Mm -hmm. And then I think starting in 2018, it just felt like there was such broader awareness and excitement and it's been really just wonderful to kind of watch it grow and manifest since then. Um, And before human design, I was... You know, I was working in a lot of startups and business. I had always yeah. studied it, studied entrepreneurship and was, I think, really curious about dynamics and how to kind of build businesses that integrated some kind of social impact into how they did mm-hmm. business. And, you know, lastly, I think that I've always been exploring different modalities, you know, from high school, like I just like, it's always been a curiosity. I've done a bajillion different certifications, like it is just in my nature to want to like learn all the systems and both to better my own life, but to also better understand the people around me. And I think what drew me and landed me into human design so much so it was just like how tactical and grounded and practical the information is. You know, I think that there's so much information out there that's really interesting and useful, but often we mm-hmm. like don't know what to do with it. Yeah, and I think Human Design's ability to like both give us information and then things to actually do with it is so unique and so needed.
0: That is so wonderful, by the way, that you're moving upstate from city <sighs> to nature. That is going to be like wildly amazing. Um, what struck me the most when we met in Italy? Um, basically the moment that you walked through the door, um, you knew exactly what type it was. And it's really like just by looking at me, it's really like, oh my God, we basically met three seconds and she already knows this. And I had read up a little bit about it. So if I, uh, the other day, I heard um, a term that says energetic roadmap, would that be a, a, a right description of what is human design?
1: Yeah, I love that. It really just gives, I used to use energetic blueprint, but energetic roadmap is the same idea. It's just kind of helping us understand the architecture of our energy in a way that we can really leverage it, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: and it's not about being predictive or telling us what we're going to do with our lives, but more so around how are you meant to make decisions and how do you best create the right opportunities for yourself and how do you work best within teams so that you can kind of just like honestly be more who you are and not resist the things that really just like make you you.
0: Yeah, it's not so much as in watching into like uh you know, it's not a fortune telling um uh, thing. Correct. It's not a fortune telling modality at all. It is really like supporting you and what you said, like how to make decisions because we're also different in yeah uh, how we are born, basically. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, there is five types, five if types. I'm right in that. Yeah, okay. Um if you would s- Mention them in general, like the five types, uh, the, the bigger lines in them. How would you describe uh, each type? Because I know you're a projector. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a manifesting generator. I know your fiancé yeah. is, again, completely different than that. Um, yeah. How do you see the types? Um, um, like the, I don't want to say stereotypes. really. Like What are the, the remarks yeah. of that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So generators and manifesting generators, and I'll talk about them together than separate. Mm. So generators and manifesting generators are like the doers, the builders, the creators, the ones Mm. that really have the energy and the life force that kind of Mm. just like build, create, and make things happen. You're kind of designed to wake up in the morning with a full tank of energy, use up your energy in super satisfying ways throughout the day. And then kind of like crash and wake up recharge. Mm. If you haven't kind of fully exhausted your energetic tank, you might go to bed and feel like pretty restless or depleted. And so much of your lesson is knowing that the more lit up and excited you are by what you're doing, the more energy you will have, the more you will magnetize to you and the more you will lift up everyone around you. And so following your own desires is not a selfish thing. And it's the least selfish thing you can do. It's what actually allows you to benefit the world around you and manifesting generators in particular, you know, are, are pretty gifted at moving very fast. Like as soon as you have the clarity that something's the right use of your energy, you can bring it to life very quickly. Right. And you also are very multi-passionate in your design, meaning that you're not meant to have like a super linear path or career. Like you might have the energy for a lot of things like yoga podcast, like just whatever, you know what I mean? Like you're just going to really design to like pursue what you're inspired by and not pressure yourself to stick with something Mm. longer than is necessary. So when you no longer have the energy for something, allowing yourself to really move on and, you know, also manifesting generators are pretty gifted at moving quickly, but they can skip a few steps along the way. So it's going to be surrounded by people that like help you like handle the step-by-step detailed steps. You can kind of be more in your creative flow. <clears throat> How is that? And then also, generators really quickly are not really quickly, but generators are really more about kind of mastery, depth like this. Mm. Really, they bring this kind of like steadfast energy and commitment. And you know, they if they like having their energy in a lot of things at once, I'll never tell them not to do it. But it might be a little bit more like today's the day I go really deep into this, today's the day I go really deep into this, yeah. so kind of creating more of that space. Um, so sorry, just a second, I need a cough. I hope,
0: yeah, it's okay. Um,
1: so. I would encourage both types to just take inventory and really ask themselves, like, what are the aspects of their life that really kind of light them up and excite them and Mm -hmm. energize them the most? Can they do more of those things? What are the things that feel the most depleting, draining, exhausting? Can they let any of those things go? And the last piece that I would share is that you're not, both of these types are not really designed to chase after anything. Mm -hmm. Like life is really meant to come to you and your work is to kind of keep your awareness open and see what shows up in your world. And as soon as you kind of have a gut response to or something, that's the time to kind of go. initiate make something happen
0: that's so beautiful
1: how does it all feel for you
0: yeah for me it's like the moment that i received from you my uh blueprint um a lot about myself became very much clear and as well i started to recognize people around me of being of a different type and then trying to figure out, okay, how do I work with this person? And that started to change a little bit because the moment yeah. you start to recognize uh, different modalities from different types, um, it is becoming easier to find a workflow or even just a relation, friendships uh, in that yeah. by just uh, finding the recognition in that. So, yeah, I think it is really... Um, Beautiful, how it supported myself, definitely. And what I recognized after that, because after our time in Italy together, I went to India and I went to a teacher training, and yeah, I, I started to recognize different um, different types within the students that were present. And then I said, okay, it is normal that this person will teach in a different way or prepare yeah. him or herself in a different way because they. Just mm-hmm. how their nature is, is this how they are? So that yeah. for me was also very supportive in that, definitely.
1: I love that. It creates so much compassion to just understand that people operate really differently than you. And yeah. I would say specifically for you as a manifesting generator to kind of not expect the people around you to keep up or move as fast or do as much as you, you know? Yeah. So it really just gives us so much permission to be like, oh, you're different and that's amazing. And I'm not gonna make you wrong for that. These are the yeah. ways that I could support you in that.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, it can also be challenging to do uh, things as a manifesting generator that you know that you're doing things way faster. Recognizing yeah. this, knowing this from myself, I right now understand that other people might do things in a different way, definitely,
1: yeah.
0: 100%. 100%. Are there, um, you could say, um, two types that you can say are the most challenging to be working uh, together or having friendships together.
1: Yeah, well actually let me finish going through the types mm, cuz we yeah. we didn't do that and then mm. that will make more sense. So yeah. projectors projectors are really here to be like the leaders and the guides and the mm. advisors and the teachers, not here to do all the doing. So so much of being a projector is knowing that your worth is not tied up in how hard you work or how much you do, but really in your perspective and how you see. Mm. Um, and also if you haven't looked up your design yet, you can go to mm. slash look lookup you want to see your type. Um, uh, projectors often really make gifted CEOs, managers, leaders, therapists, guides, really when their orientation is towards guiding and supporting the other. Mm-hmm. They're so naturally sensitive to other people's energy, which makes them such great guides of other people's energy. And they often love any kind of system that helps them better understand people and how they work. The um, strategy for projectors is about waiting for a sense of recognition and invitation. The idea is that because they bring kind of a different perspective to the table, it's so Mm. important to feel like they're so recognized and invited in to share it and that they're not not kind of, yeah, that they're not kind of initiating or forcing their way into uh, into places where they're not seen, you know? Mm. And so, and just know that the invitation is really meant to be a tool that protects your energy and lets you know who's ready for you and when. And then we got manifestors. Manifestors are the ones that are here to initiate, get things started. Not always here to do all the doing themselves, but often to like just to get the ball rolling and getting something yeah. off the ground. Yeah. Um, manifestors need a lot of freedom and autonomy and control. They're really not here to be told what to do or manage or guided in any way. Mm. And they're very naturally innovative and visionary. And so often their gift is like getting a thing off the ground, you know, and like being the visionary, but then like handing something off. And so yeah. their strategy is around initiating and keeping the people around them in the loop of what they're choosing and when, yes. if they don't inform, they might experience a bit more resistance. And then we've got reflectors. Reflectors are really, I call them our collective mirrors. These are people that are so sensitive to their physical environment and physical space that they yeah. kind of take it and magnify whatever energy that they're around. So it's so important for them to really kind of be around people and be in spaces that feel really good because they're going to take in so much of that energy within their own body. And the gift of reflectors is in their fluidity. They're going to have periods where they feel like a generator, like a manifesting generator, like a projector, like a manifestor and their job is to not fit themselves into one box or be just one thing, but kind of embrace the expansiveness and the fluidity and the ever evolving nature of who they are. Um, So that's a quick taste. And I think to your question around Mm -hmm. whether there are more challenging dynamics, like, I think that that actually goes like a layer beneath type. Like sometimes you can layer charts on top of each other and see points of tension or maybe points of area or challenge um, that are revealing. And it doesn't mean that a relationship is impossible, but it does mean that like it might require more work or the other certain things to watch out for. But I would say that human design isn't useful in terms of like you being like a manifesting generator and be like, I can only date these people, you know, or I can only partner with these people. But I think it's a little bit more around the fact like, wow, I really have such a strong connection with this person so now let's dive into our human design and understand how we can best support each other you know so i think that's how it can be a little bit more helpful of a resource rather than having it be like a filtered mechanism to know who to spend time with it's like trust yourself to know who's right for you and then use human design to like better cultivate and understand and honor the differences
0: yeah it's like seeing it from the other side around just turning it around as you know if you like being around a certain person but recognizing them where the maybe where the 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 hard parts of of uh communication are and then figuring out okay your your design is more working in this way i work more in this way and then uh finding the right way for that relationship to work well definitely yeah beautiful i really um see it in more and more places coming up um but how would, for example, the people that are listening in right now, how would they benefit in uh, knowing what the human design is? How would this be supportive in their day-to-day life? You know, because like uh, what you say already, you have these five different types, sometimes maybe a little bit uh, crossing each other over. Um, like a projector is completely different in daily life as a reflector or a generator. Yeah. From, how would this support them?
1: Well, I think honestly, more than anything, human design just gives us permission to be ourselves. Mm. And so I think when you, and like permission to be different, you know what I mean? Mm. Permission to be different than the people around you. So I think like when we really understand our human design, we can use it in every aspect in terms of how we build our business, how we market, how we sell, how we choose our friendships, how we date, Mm. how we parent, like all the things, you know? So I think it just like helps us discover what is the most optimal way to do it for us and yeah. to know that you're meant to do it differently than the people around you. So I think one, it just gives people like a real sense of validation and permission. Like, wow, all the things I've always felt and known about myself is exactly how I meant to do it. Yeah. And I'm not meant to follow a roadmap that other people are following, but I think it also gives people tools to really kind of integrate it into their daily life and really um, find more flow through that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because there's people that are yeah early rises and they have a quick start in every day and somebody else might absolutely not be that person and just has kind of a slow start or compared to somebody crashes down in the evening and other people need to wind down for a longer time um do, do you believe that rituals or daily habits could be supportive um for for people in this that if they recognize or if they understand their own um functioning of their own design that there are for basically every type certain rituals that would be supportive in that
1: yeah but in some ways i feel like it even goes so much beyond type, you know, in terms of yeah. what rituals would be most useful. I think that yeah, I think we can all benefit from that. Like, I think that there can be rituals that people reflect on, like you know, for generators and manifesting generators to check in on themselves. Be like, okay, what's lighting me up the most? What's exhausting me the most? You know, projectors mm. like where do yeah. I feel the most invited in? Manifestors like where am I holding myself back and not giving myself permission to be as powerful as I am? Mm. Reflectors like what spaces and people feel the best to me. So like, there are ways to kind of reflect and check in, but like in terms of movement and digestion and all that stuff, there are, yeah, everyone's design will be a little bit different. It's so funny in your design, you have like the gate of ritual. So I would say for you, it's probably yeah. especially important to have ritual <laughs> in your life, you know, but I do think that like beyond type, it can really reveal some stuff around health in terms of like, what's mm-hmm. a good, you know, like sleeping, for example, like for you, you're probably going to sleep best at night when you use up your energy fully throughout the day so that you can kind of land in a bed and you're like, I'm like so depleted, but like in the best possible way. And I feel like Mm -hmm. so fulfilled and you can often like sleep probably very soundly when you do that. And like, even maybe like working out before bed sometimes or moving your body before bed or going for a walk to just Uh, kind of yeah, guilty. (laughs) Guilty as charge. My partner does the same. Yeah. yeah. He'll like get on the bike at night. I'm like, what and like for me it's really good to like ease into it like it's actually really good to like get into bed like an hour before I go to bed and just kind of like release all the energy through the day so like you know and also the recommendation in human design is to actually sleep in your own energy and not to sleep in the same bed as a partner if you're living with one I just want to acknowledge that like that's not always financially feasible that's not always desirable Mm -hmm. but I think that like sleeping in our own energy is often a really powerful tool to kind of just like reconnect to what's ours and let go of all the things that are not
0: things also recognizing a lot that we are more than just our physical self our physical body that we see on the outside and that there is so uh-huh. much going on like uh, in the world that is just um, manifesting itself around us and that you can you know sometimes you meet people in the street and then you say for, oh my god what was that or you're drawn to certain people to be around certain people and that is as well following then that instinct that natural instinct that we have yeah totally yeah totally
1: yeah it just trusts ourselves yeah
0: yeah yeah trust trusting our our really like our our deep instincts are yeah i call it the belly button feeling it's really like you know if it's trusting if it's feeling good down there below then uh we are definitely in contact with uh with ourselves in 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 how we function uh, day to day
1: so um good.
0: If I may ask you, like, living well, uh, you know, especially in the world that we have been, most some people really have been surviving over the last year, and uh, we're still, of course, in this whole middle situation. Um, living well, what does that mean for you uh, on a day-to-day basis? Like, how would be your perfect day looking like? Uh, how mm-hmm. is the wellness in that?
1: Yeah, I think that, like, I definitely thrive. And, you know, I think we, in some ways we all can, but I would say probably, especially for projectors to keep an eye on this, it's just like a real feeling of spaciousness. Like when I just like pack my day back to back, it's like, I'm so burnt out by the end. So like, I think my ideal day, like, I love, I like two days a week where I try to schedule nothing. It usually doesn't happen, but like, I think to wake up and know that I've like literally nothing on my calendar is like the best feeling in the world, you know? So I think my ideal day is one that where I feel like a little bit more able to just like flow with whatever I feel inspired to create. I love Mm. having ritual in the morning. Usually for me, it's around journaling and meditating and doing some Kundalini. I love moving my body. Mm. Um, I love like, you know, having quality time with my partner at night and having real connection and going to bed really early. Like I think when we go to the woods, when we move to the woods, like we're going to go to bed way earlier. I feel like I like end up in bed at like 8 o'clock when I'm in the woods, you know, <laughs> you know, and when I'm in the city, I'm like, Oh, there's so much going on. So I just think that, um, so I think my ultimate is to go to bed so early to wake up so early and also to be outside, you know, my partner and I go, um, on a walk every day. And I think, especially yeah. during this time when so much of our energy is indoors, I think having space and dedicated time each day to be outside has been really healthy, but yeah, my, my practice, my practices are always vacillating, but I feel like a combination of like taking really good care of my body, having like really quality time with my partner mm-hmm. and also being outdoors and like not just in my home and away from screens is often the most important stuff.
0: Yeah, I really like the fact, like you said, about space that we need space around us. Um, I yeah. also really um, see that space is filled up um if you have two people together there is the space within the two pe- in between the two people is basically filled up with so much information uh when these energies are well connected and they can notice that if certain relationships are costing you a lot of effort a lot of energy yeah. that in that case the space in between these two people is not really like working together uh in totally. that case. Yeah um if you would be able to uh, sit down right now and it can be with a person that is famous or completely infamous uh somebody that inspires you um or maybe somebody that you look up to you could have like a tea or a coffee with this person who would this be what would you ask him or her
1: oh my god i have no idea what i would ask um oh we had so many people You know, I think that, like, it'd be really so, like, I would love to just, like, sit down with, like, Maya Angelou or, like, MLK or just, like, people that really, like, but, like, not, I don't even have specific questions. Like, I just want to kind of witness them. You know, I just, like, I'm so in awe of the way that they showed up. And then also, like, you know, the founder of Human Design is no longer alive. It'd be really interesting that he's, like, a, a strange, amazing I mean, just like, you know, he's 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 a very provocative um teacher, you know, and like mm-hmm. he really downloaded the system. So I'd be curious to I'd be curious to kind of get his perspective at some. I mean, not at some point. I I'd, I'd be curious to get his perspective. But yeah, I just I think of like historic figures that really um served as such models both in their time mm-hmm. and after, yeah. and were so just brave and courageous in in what they did that I love to just like experience them you know, and, and be in their energy and, and just, I mean, hear them talk.
0: Well, yeah, we have some beautiful historical figures that have given a beautiful presence and are still giving us so much information nowadays and what they did is still so important. What we live through today totally. right now. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. Cause the, the system from human design is that late, 1980s, something like that. 86. 87? 1987 is when it came through. Yeah. Okay. But because the the story around this is that basically, uh, he channeled it and that he wrote it down like that. Is was it that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically, the idea is that like for eight days and eight nights, he channeled the system and he just received all the information and spent so the next twenty years building it out. Um. But yeah, just wild, you know. And and the founder Ra Uhuru, who he was like an advertising executive in – you know, Canada before he was like an Ibiza, like, it's just like, okay. I I remember like he, he's, he's just like a really interesting character and, you know, and, and obviously like did amazing work in bringing human design through, but also, you know, I think he had a really specific way of communicating the system. Mm. And I feel like as time has gone on, there have been a lot of other people that have learned to translate it and make, you know, speak about it in different ways. Mm -hmm. And I think, in some ways that are really needed right now. So it's been really beautiful just in in my time with the system to kind of witness the evolution and how it's communicated. Um, Because I think, yeah, I think that there are yeah, just ways to make it so empowering and so simple and so accessible. And I just like beautiful to watch more and more people do that.
0: I think it is uh, going to be interesting for a lot more people to at least make a start and figuring out what type they have or what yeah. type they are. Um, I know on your website you have all the links. So if they would go head over to your website, uh, they can already figure out what type they have. And in the um, blueprint, can you just briefly mention what what will they be reading back in a blueprint? What is the information yeah. they
1: get? So the blueprint is basically a 30 plus page written guide to your unique design. So Mm -hmm. it, um, The idea is to make the information itself really like practical and accessible Mm. in your daily life, Mm. you know, and not a thing where it's like, I've got to learn all the numbers, but more like, what do I need to know about my design? And so it goes through your type, your strategy, your inner authority, your definition, how you best process information, all your open centers. So where you're the Mm. most sensitive, you're not self aligned self, your channels, which are your strengths, your profile, which is how you're here to manifest your purpose, optimal team environments but that might be disappearing soon and then kind of questions to work with all of it
0: beautiful amazing and yeah. you can just ask for this on your website i just do the application mm-hmm. on your website for this okay i will put the 100%. link the, yeah i will put the description yeah. in there and as well to your instagram because your instagram is like filled with nuggets of wisdom and you always come into my newsfeed and like Uh Yeah, I just needed to read that one.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad. Yeah, so so that is
0: really like, I I always love like uh, that it pops up at the right Point or the right time Really like yeah. oh yeah of course thank you Erin that was like a, the of oh. wisdom that I needed today that is I'm so great glad. that is amazing yeah. I want to thank you so much so much for your time um, of course. and yeah just wishing you much luck with your moving upstate and enjoying <laughs> the woods you. up there uh, oh. and enjoying the beautiful environment in there
1: amazing that sounds great and thank you for having me